Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Believe Fantasy Football Show. I am Fabs, your friendly neighborhood fantasy football analyst, along with my pal Toss behind the virtual glass. We didn't get a chance to talk about the Cowboys on Tuesday because the legendary King Bob Harris, of course, joined the program. Uh, feeling a little bit better about him this week, though, Toss. Did you see the line is 16 and a half right now in that game against the New York Giants for our beloved Dallas Cowboys? Well, they've got they're playing Tommy DeVito, right? They're playing Tommy DeVito they're down by the dock. <laughs> they're playing a Swiss cheese offensive line. Uh, we're going to talk about Saquon Barkley a little bit later on, and it's not good from a fantasy football perspective. That's for sure. Um, yep. I, I don't like the, well, at least they stayed in the game with the best team in the league narrative. That's a bunch of crap to me, but it is what it is. Uh, really? The Cowboys are very likely to slaughter the giants, take out their frustrations on you, a team you that were, is a wounded animal. Were you complete? Were you left completely hopeless after the loss? No, because I know we're not going anywhere anyways. Like we're, we're a team that's good enough to lose in the playoffs in the first round. My, my, my mind is not. No, I, th- I, I think we could win the wild card round and then lose the next round. Well, so that's our best case scenario. And that kind of stinks um, as our best yeah. case scenario. Yeah. I know we got, we got a lot of laud and praise for the way that we competed in that game. And Dak was, what, Dak are, what, was good. what, what are we, the Texans? Like, I don't want that. I, I, the thing that I that popped up into my head was like, can we do this against a team that's not a divisional rival? Because mm-hmm. like it's very easy to get out of bed for a divisional rival game, especially against the Eagles when it's Cowboys Eagles. But the yeah. game that we got trounced was against the 49ers. Yeah. There's not really unfortunately, there's not really another NFC team that I feel like is a big enough test for us to really, if we beat them, show me, oh, these Cowboys are different. Like they've grown over the course of the season. Um but yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I wasn't, man, it would have felt really good if we had been able to get, get a victory from that the game. Eagles tried I, to give us the game. Which they I tried. think we should have. We should have won that game. They, you know? they tried like, to give it to us. And we we said, nah, we're good. Um, Anyways, typical Cowboys. Uh, Big news of the week. Kyler Murray's back. Thank God. Huge I've been news. waiting. We've all been <laughs> waiting. Quarterback is a dumpster fire right now. And I don't care that he hasn't played football in a while. I'm starting him this week. I don't care. I'm like, it's it's still brutal. The quarterback position is awful. You know, Tosh has been Tommy DeVito starting this week. It's bad. Four teams off as well. And three of those teams have elite quarterbacks. Tua, Hurts. Well, Tua's maybe not elite, but he's pretty good. And then, of course, Mahomes. So, and then you got Stafford slash Carson Wentz. Ooh. I, get, I tell you this. People will make jokes about Carson Wentz. If you're in a two-quarterback league, you went and put in a claim for him. Because I don't know what's going on with Stafford, but uh, the Rams have a bye this week, so that's neither here nor there. So, yeah, Kyler's back this week, so he'll get to start in the Battle of the Birds there against Atlanta. Uh, James Conner is designated to return. I don't know if he's going to play yet. Let's keep our fingers crossed because that backfield is a disaster without him. Uh, One thing to keep your, your eye on this week is Jamar Chase. Suffered that back injury in the game last week. Stayed in the game. But he's sore, didn't practice on Wednesday. I'm a little worried about him, to be quite honest with you. I know he's a gamer. The problem is that that game uh, against Houston, that could end up being a really high-scoring game, and it would stink to lose Lamar, uh, or, or Jamar, excuse me, uh, in that scenario because I think he put up pretty big totals. Um, T. Higgins also a little bit banged up as well, so we got to keep tabs yep. on the status of Jamar Chase. 
And then Justin Jefferson's back in practice. He ain't playing this week. So you won't see him out there against New Orleans. But Jefferson's getting closer. And folks, if you have Justin Jefferson, whether or not you're a Vikings fan or not, you want the Vikings to keep winning. Yeah, big time. Big time. Because if they keep winning, they'll stay in the postseason hunt. And if they stay in the postseason hunt, Jefferson's going to be back sooner than later. Yep. So let's uh, let's see let's see if uh, the Vikings can knock off the Saints after that thrilling win last week against Atlanta, another NFC South opponent. Uh, so that's a big game uh, for for more than one reason. Let's put it that way. Um, before we get into the Thursday night preview, let's talk about Bet Online. Uh, the last of the major pro sports leagues is off and rolling, and college basketball is ready to go as well. It's crazy. College basketball already. I mean, geez Louise, it is November, but uh, Bet Online remains your top spot for all your live betting action and contests. Uh, NFL, college football, UFC, uh, hockey, National Hockey League, they're all in full swing. Bet Online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. Uh, all the hoops betting action, along with every sport available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time that you want it uh, head over to bet online today and remember to use our promo code believe that's b-l-e-a-v for your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit that's promo code believe b-l-e-a-v for 50 percent off on a welcome bonus bet online where the game starts and the game start this week with a stink bomb but i mean we're kind of used to it Panthers bears. Oh, I can't wait. Oh. I'm almost, I mean, like at least this game has already massive draft implications, right? That's it. Like, and it's a revenge game for DJ Moore. It's a revenge game for Deontay Foreman. I don't know. Um, so let's get into the wagering side of things. Uh, the bears are a three point favorite at home, which means it's basically a, a push game. Uh, the total is 38 and a half, which is low. Which should you expect the money line is the Panthers at, uh, plus 130, the Bears are minus 155. Uh, the Panthers are 4-8 and eight against the spread in their last 12 road games. They're 0-4 against the spread in their last four road games overall. And they're 1-5 in, in their last six. So, and that's obvious. That they've got one win this year. Uh, the under has come up in the last three road games as well for the Panthers. So keep that in mind. Bears are 4-4 four and four against the spread in their last eight Thursday night games. That gives us nothing. Uh, although four of those games have come against the Packers. So half of their Thursday night games have come against Green Bay in their last eight. They're four, eight, and one against the spread in their last 12 home games. And they're one in five against the spread in their last six home games. I don't know what to tell you, man. I'm not touching this game. I don't want to. I don't want to. Why? Why bet this game? Save your bet online action for Why? the Sunday slate. Exactly. How about that? Yeah. Why? I'm going to give you some player props from Jen Piacenti. Spend your dough on that. Uh, this game does not have many must starts, right? Like, you know, when you talk about like Jeeps, Dolphins in Germany, there's a lot of them. Although many of them did not live up to expectations, including Mahomes and Tyreek. I'd say Adam Thielen's the only must start in this game for the Panthers. Uh, the Bears have allowed the ninth most points per game to wide receivers that run their routes on the perimeter. Uh, they have a lot of 67.2% catch rate to wide receivers. So Thielen's a good start. He's been great for the most part. After that, I'll say this. Bryce Young has maybe got the best matchup of any quarterback on the slate this week. The Bears have allowed the most fantasy points to quarterbacks. 
Seven have scored over 18. Six have scored over 20. But I don't trust Bryce Young. But if you're playing in a DFS tournament, maybe he's your captain. Because I, my, my guess is that more people will go with like DJ Moore as their captain. There's not like a, a player that's like, yes, that's the guy. Like, you know, if the Chiefs are playing, it's like, yeah, it's Mahomes the captain spot, unless you want to go contrarian. Bryce Young might be your captain tonight. The matchup's really good, but can he take advantage of it? We're going to find out. Uh, Chuba Hubbard is a start for me. The Bears have allowed the six most points to running backs. I don't know what Miles Sanders' role is going to be. He got more burn last week, but still not a ton. Um, And I'm, you guys know me. I'm not uh, much of a Miles Sanders fan. On the Bears side of things, there's two players that I feel like are probably going to be in a lot of lineups for sure. DJ Moore, because of the revenge game narrative, even though the Panthers have allowed the ninth fewest points to perimeter receivers, they're tough uh, against the perimeter. They've allowed a 67.2% catch rate to wide receivers. That's not great either. So while the matchup's not great, I think people are going to start DJ Moore. And I think people are going to start Cole Komet too. He's had two touchdowns and 41.4 points combined in his last two games. Been pretty good. Problem is the Panthers have allowed the second fewest points to tight ends and the fifth lowest catch rate. So it's not a great matchup for Cole Komet, but it's thin position. Uh, Deontay Foreman, revenge game. The Panthers are awful against the run. So if Foreman's going to be the starter, and we're not exactly sure what the rotation of the Bears running backs is going to be, uh, you know, we're unsure of Cleo Herbert, for example. If Foreman is going to be the guy, he's a, he's a flex play tonight. He's definitely a flex play uh, in this game on Thursday. Let's give you some player props. From the Princess of Props, the great Jen Piacenti, who I bow down to every week. We are not worthy, but luckily she hooks us up. She likes Bryce Young toss over one and a half passing touchdowns. I told Bears, man. Bears defense is crap against the against the quarterbacks. And it's plus money at 170. Just keep that in mind. She's got Chuba Hubbard over 13 and a half receiving yards at minus 115. And she's got Miles Sanders under 21 and a half rushing yards at minus 130. I mean, 21 and a half is about as low of a number as you're going to see for a guy that's a quote unquote starting running. Well, back. he's not. He's not anymore. Chuba Hubbard's I, a starter. Sure. But there is no starter in that backfield, really. Like, uh, no, might- I, 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 no, there, no, Chuba Hubbard's dominated the touches the last two weeks. So, I mean, he's the guy. Those but- are, those are, that's a, it's a risky bet, right? Because Miles Sanders, if he has one run where he takes it for 17 yards, all he needs is four more yards or five more yards. And then he's, he's over that 21 and a half mark. I, I much more would rather take the Chuba Hubbard over 13 and a half because the same thing applies, right? All it takes yeah. is one pass out of the backfield. He mm-hmm. takes it upfield for a first down. Okay. You're, you're looking great. Um, yeah. The Bryce young, the Bryce young bet I like, because I mean, if you're willing to even stream him, and in some capacity, you think he's a, a QB that can actually make some some noise this week. I mean, then, yeah, he's going to need to throw two or three touchdowns. So I like riding with Jen there. It's great. just, I know it's hard, and uh, Bryce Young has not been great. I, I wonder if the Panthers are regretting not drafting C.J. Stroud or Anthony Richardson. Um, at this point, maybe they are. Uh, it's still early, obviously, very early in the kid's career. Early. Yeah. But listen to these numbers that the Bears defense has given up to quarterbacks this season, all right? In week one to Jordan Love, who has been bad the last month, they gave up three touchdown passes. Then two weeks later, they gave up three to Mahomes. It's Mahomes. Um, 
The next week they gave up three to Russ Wilson. The next week they gave up two to Sam Howell. Uh, then they gave up only one to Kirk Cousins, which is a surprise. Only one to Aiden O'Connell, who's Aiden O'Connell, and he didn't play the full game. Right. Um, that was the Hoyer-O'Connell game where they both sucked. Uh, Justin Herbert beat him for three. Derek Carr beat him for two. But remember, Taysom Hill also threw a touchdown pass against them too. So they actually gave up three touchdown passes last week too. So um, whatever Jen says, I listen. She's EF Hutton to me. Um, let, let, let's go. Do you even know what the EF Hutton reference is? Tab? That one, that one, I don't know. Fabs. There is a commercial way back in the day. EF Hutton. Okay. When EF Hutton talks, people listen. That was the whole, that was the, yeah. Who is EF Hutton? It's a company. I think it's like a financial advisory company or a bank or something. I don't know exactly what it is. Well, I when was, I was watching commercials at that young age, it's that, that wasn't, you know, one of the things that was on my mind. Yeah, but maybe it young been. age to you is way more. It's, I think it's like a brokerage firm. Like a, it has something to do with money. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying is like, what am I at six watching a brokerage? Well, firm that's, that's, I know, but, but I, I was, <laughs> I was young too. And like, I just remember the, you know, the slogan. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. we just gave EF Hutton uh, a plug. I don't even know if they're still around. I'm guessing they probably are. Sponsor uh, us. Yeah, let, let's, sponsor let's go us. to, let's go to some DFS action for the week. And there are a lot of quarterbacks I like this week. On the low end, Brock Purdy's only 5,700 bucks against the Jags. Will Levis has got the Bucks, who just gave up five touchdowns to Stroud. Yep. Was it five? It was uh, five, it was, right? No, it was four. Four, four. That's right, four. Um, 41 points. Yeah. 5,300 bucks for Will Levis. I like that. Uh, Taylor Heineke at Arizona, 5,100 bucks. They're all cheap. I like Will Levis if you're going cheap this week. 5300 bucks against that defense? I'll take it. I will take it. Uh, quarterbacks I'm fading this week. Lamar is $8,000. Lamar did not have a good fantasy game last week. Not that it matters. But the Browns defense is good. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. $8,000 is a lot. That's a lot. I'm not, I'm not spending $8,000 for a quarterback who's playing the Browns. I don't care who it is. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, 64, or $6,000. I don't, I'm not Trevor Lawrence. And you know, I, I know the narrative is he's a second half quarterback. Okay. Well, let's see. And not that the Niners are great right now, but I'm not paying that much money for Lawrence coming, coming back off of buy. I think they'll look pretty good this week. And Chase Young will be, uh, in the rotation uh, on the yep. defensive line as well. Uh, Derek Carr, 5,800 bucks too much. Uh, I don't, don't love Carr this week. Did like him last week though. Running backs this week that we may want to um, go with. Joe Mixon's only 6200 bucks against the Texans. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Brian Robinson's 54 against the Seahawks. Najee is 4900 bucks. We're talking in a positive tone about Najee Harris. Three straight games, double digits, 15-plus uh, in two of those games. He deserves it. He deserves to be talked about in a positive tone. Packers, yeah. It's a good matchup. It's a good matchup. Yeah. Now, the running backs to fade. Saquon, 7,700. Nope. I got to be honest with you. Unless Saquon's number goes down, I'm, I am I wouldn't touch him the rest of the year. Listen, the Giants are barely an NFL team. They really are. With all the injuries, you're starting Tommy DeVito, a patchwork offensive line. Darren Waller's out. 
and you got the Cowboys this week. Good luck. Um, I don't love Pollard either. Here's why I don't love Pollard. He's $7,300, which is expensive for a running back. Who's not done really much, at least based on what we were expecting. And if the Cowboys are killing the giants, like we did the, the first game of the year, Pollard might not play a lot in the second half or in the Here's- fourth quarter. Here's my logic against that. And you're absolutely right. He's been severely ineffective in comparison to last season and the season before. I think he's averaging four yards uh, yards per carry right now, as opposed to 5.2 last year, which is drastic. Like, so bad. Such a bad split. Um, but I think he needs a get-right game, and I think he needs a game where he gets 20 touches. He gets 20 carries, 18 or 18 carries in, in four receptions. And they use him further into the game than they normally would if they're up big against the Giants because he's an essential part of this Cowboys future if if they want to get past that wild card round like we were talking about at the beginning of the show. And he hasn't had that game yet. And so I think of, of all the opponents, like this would be the game, right? Where McCarthy kind of runs him a little bit harder and longer than he normally would. But you could be right. I mean, it might be Rico, Rico Dowdle might vulture two touchdowns in this game. He's the sixth most expensive running back. I'd rather play Etienne, who's cheaper. Sure. I'd rather play Montgomery, who's cheaper. I'd rather play Mixon, who's cheaper. I'd rather play Bijan, who's cheaper. Um, I hope he does have a big game. He had a good game against the Giants in week one. I mean, beat him for 22. So I, it's just a lot of money to spend not, on him. Can, for can, anyone considering Montgomery, you're not in the camp of like, let's wait and see at least with this first week, him coming back from the injury. No, not against you chargers. Uh-uh. Chargers are bad against the run. Gibbs, so, has been, Gibbs has been great though. The last two, two weeks. Yeah, I, I get it. But Montgomery was great before he got hurt. Sure. And I know, I mean, I know they're, I know they're, you know, talking about giving Gibbs more, more burn, which is fine. Montgomery's still going to lead that team in touches every week, unless he gets hurt again. Uh, I, I don't, I don't see. And I mean, I mean, okay. This would be the only week I'll that give, I think. I'll that, give Gibbs. I, I'll say, and I'm not anti-Gibbs by any stretch of the imagination. Sure. The Raiders are terrible. The Raiders are terrible against the run. Brees Hall is going to rush for 150 against them this week. They're bad. And then the week before, they were getting killed. Yeah, that that killed. That, killed. Honestly, that was and a lot was of just, passing work. It was passing work too, and that game was a bit of a yeah. anomaly for him. The, I mean, he, this 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 matchup is good. It's not as good as it was last week, and Montgomery's back. So I, Montgomery is 6,900 bucks. Gibbs is actually seven grand. Between the two, I want Montgomery. Yeah, they both it doesn't might seem have, like they, it doesn't seem like there's gonna be any limitations. So they both might have great games. So yeah, yeah. quite possible. Uh Gus Edwards also a faded sixty one hundred dollars at wide receiver. New Hopkins is playing the Bucks, who just gave it up to Tank Dell and Noah Brown and Nico Collins and every other damn Houston Texans wide receiver. Um, six grand for for Nuke. I like Ridley at fifty six hundred bucks against the Niners. Um, and I like John Dotson against the Seahawks. If Curtis Samuel's back, then I don't love him as much, but we're, we're still a little bit early on to know about that. Uh, but 5,000 is a pretty good price and Dotson's coming on right now. Wide receivers that I'm going to fade. Nico Collins is 6,600 bucks. The Bengals are actually good against perimeter receivers. I know the total's high in this game. So maybe you throw the defenses out. But I mean, Nico's got competition, man. I mean, like we didn't see this De- Tank Dell thing coming. And Noah Brown's looked good. Robert Woods is still banged up. Schultz is getting his. 
6,600 bucks is too much for me for Nico. Uh, Amari Cooper, $6,300 against the Ravens. That's a lot against a good defense. And then Jordan Addison, 5,900 bucks is a lot against a good defense without Kirk Cousins. Uh, tight ends that I like this week. Gerald Everett's 3,900 bucks against the Jets. The Jets are awful against tight ends. And Quinton Johnson didn't look that great last week. Now it was against the Jets though. So I'll give him, I'll give him a hall pass there. But Everett's cheap. Johnny Smith is only 3,600 bucks against the Cardinals. And Trey McBride in that same game is only $3,500 against Atlanta. So I like those three. Uh, Kyle Pitts, nope. Uh, I can't. 4,100 bucks, nope. Not going there. David Njoku, who's been really good the last like three, four weeks. But Ravens, nope. Four grand, not going there. Uh, Luke Musgrave, $3,700 against the Steelers. Don't chase the points. Uh, I don't see another big game from him this week. Uh, so that's your look at the DFS bargains and fades. Now, Toss, let's get into starts and sits, buddy. Let's get Alrighty. into it. We gotta like, we got, we gotta like get some music, like for starts and sits. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we've got to get something like underneath us, like while we're talking. You know, okay. I don't know. I'll come up with some like '80s music or something like that. You know, we can do that. <laughs> like, we can do that. Oh my gosh! How about some Motley Crue? Ooh, you know me, man. My '80s music. Yeah. I think we'll get flagged if we put Motley Crue in there. <laughs> you think we'll get an email from uh, Nikki Six? Pretty quickly. No, not from Nikki Six, but from <laughs> from our good friends at Spotify. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, let's let's get into the starts and sits uh, for the week. Some of them obviously are going to uh, overlap DFS, uh, but I, I, I'm going with our guy Dak. Man, you love having Dak on your uh, on your Believe Fantasy Football team roster. I do. Thank you for that. Yep. Uh, 20 plus and three straight giants this week. Not that the giants defense has played awful, but they just, I mean, they're going to stay on the field so much. Forget it. Uh, go with Dak. I'm actually telling people to start Jared Goff on the road. I think it's the first time in like a year and a half, but the chargers have been bad against quarterbacks. Five have scored more than 20 against them. Four have gone over 24. And I think it's going to be a high score in the game. The total's over 50. So I like Goff, even though he's not at home. Uh, I mentioned Purdy against the Jaguars. Uh, I dig him this week. I okay. dig Stroud. Uh, I like Stroud last week, not thought thinking he was going to do what he did. But I got him in my top eight this week at quarterback against the Bengals. Um, four quarterbacks have beaten the Bengals for 18 or more points, including three have gone over 20. So they're not an impenetrable defense. And then this one here I'm on the fence about. I got Geno Smith as a start. Geno Smith has been awful this year. Sands one game from a fantasy perspective. But the Commanders have allowed 21-plus points to quarterback six times this year, including three have gone over 25. Now, they've played some really good quarterbacks to their defense, but including Jalen twice. But, I mean, people are hurting at quarterback. If Geno can't do it this week, cut him. And, hell, even if he has a good game this week, I might still cut him. Um because I, I just not a buyer. He's, he's not been the same guy that he was. No, no, because that wasn't year. him last year. I don't know who it was. I'm not sure. I don't know. What's funny is that Gino played like Russell, and Russell played like Gino last year, right? Yeah. And now, yeah. like Russell's playing more like Russell, and Gino's playing like Gino. I don't know. Whatever. Maybe they did I, like the. Maybe they did like a body swap. 
You I think don't know. So? You, you a little freaky, that? little freaky Again, Friday. You're too young to remember this movie. Vice versa. It was Judge Reinhold, and it was which one's the guys from the the Wonder Years? Fred Savage. Yeah, and they ended up switching like bodies where one guy was like, yeah. Well, I, I was I was year. a freak Freaky Friday was my version of that, where the mom and the daughter switch. Yes. Okay. And it wasn't that. Wait. And there was a which a was a movie remake that had the, Vince Vaughn recently. That's like a horror movie that was like I think it was called Freaky, where he switched places. He was like a serial killer. Like a I don't think it's classic. I don't think it's in Catherine Newton was the yeah the girl that he switches. I, I don't know. That, I saw that movie. It wasn't it wasn't great, but it was it was funny. Yeah, it was yeah, funny okay. watching Vince Vaughn embody a like yeah 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 that girl. was the best part of it yeah, yeah that was the best part of it so all right well that that's my my, my more recent uh, example but I always go to the eighties uh, anyways I'll just throw out there on I'm a little I'm a little precocious about playing C.J. Stroud this week I think that I know the over is really high this Bengals defense has not allowed more than twenty points in their four game winning streak that they're on right now this is a different team like I don't look at the first half of the first half of their season mm-hmm. as an evaluation of what that team of what that team is. It's what that team was right. And Lou Anaromo and that defense has really shored things up. So I, I'm going to start CJ Stroud in the league that I have to, but I'm limiting my expectations slightly because I think that defense and you had Nico Collins as a fade in DFS. And I think you're right on the money there. Like I'm going to, I'm going to start Dalton Schultz in the league that I have him in because I have to, I don't have any other options, but I'm not expecting a repeat of what happened last week or even even maybe half of that, honestly. But if I get fifth between 15 and 20 points, I'm I'm cool. I'm cool with that. My my pushback on that is that in their last two games, both quarterbacks have scored over 18 points. Purdy and Josh Allen. You would expect it from Josh Allen. The Bengals the have done yeah. really well against crap quarterbacks. They gave up eleven to Geno, they gave up eight to Dobbs, they gave up seven uh twelve point seven to Tannehill and eleven to Stafford. They gave up 23 to Lamar and 21 to Deshaun. So when they played a good quarterback, the good quarterback has done well. Who I think didn't Deshaun run maybe two touchdowns in um, the scores? He had one. Okay, had one. one. Okay. So yeah. the rushing he, upside his, has been really helpful his, against them. Lamar had 54 yards. Purdy rushed for 57 yards. Um, and Josh Allen rushed for 44 yards. So yeah, good point on that. They've given up. 230 they've given up they gave up 258 to josh 365 to purdy 320 they gave up 326 passing yards to gino just gino had two picks and no touchdowns gino, gino. oh gino that was the <laughs> easiest bust prediction of the year there's no way he was going to do what he did again uh, uh last Jeff, year this season maybe the people uh, that were out on him the, the sean watson top of the sit list at the quarterback position against baltimore they've given up the fewest points to quarterbacks in the last four weeks I, Trevor Lawrence, I, 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 I don't know what the, what the infatuation, maybe, it, you know, people love him as a second half quarterback. That's fine. I'm not playing him against the Niners if I can help it. I don't love Russell. I've still got Russell in my top, like 13 quarterbacks because quarterback is a S show, but I mean, quarterbacks are averaging 13.3 points per game against Buffalo this year. That's not good. Uh, Jordan love in Pittsburgh, bad matchup. Jordan's not playing great. I'm sitting him, uh, Gardner Minshew over in, uh, over in, uh, Frankfurt, right? That's a Germany game. Uh, hopefully, he'll get himself a, a, a nice beer and a and a pretzel and, and a stein of beer. Um, yeah, you're not going to give yeah. you a lot of fantasy points uh, this week, uh, Gardner Minshew. By the way, those big pretzels. Oh, I Good. love. 
Bavarian pretzels. They're so yeah, oh, yeah, they're yeah. so good. You know yeah. the big soft pretzels? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, those are phenomenal. Phenomenal. Best pretzel I ever had. Yankee Stadium. The old Yankee Stadium. Old Yankee Stadium. There yeah. was there was vendors who would steal grocery store carts and turn them into like grills. And they'd have these big pretzels. They're not like gigantic pretzels, like some of them you see like appetizers at places, but a good sized pretzel. And they literally would line the bottom of the carriage with hot coals. Huh. And they would heat them up and oh, so good. Anyways, uh, back to my childhood there. Uh, for yeah, I was about to say, you, you talking about a food that people can't get anymore because it's not ah, old Yankee Stadium. So, so good. Just, just, dra- just dragging them through the mud. Way to go, Seb. So good. <laughs> um, all right. Start them running backs. Some of these may seem like real low-hanging fruit. Um, I would argue that they're not in every case. Ramondre's coming off a big game. Ramondre had scored single digits in four of his previous six contests before last week. So this is not low-hanging fruit. He had not been great. Uh, Colts have allowed 15-plus points to running back seven times. I had to put Bijan Robinson on this list this week, Toss. He is averaging fewer than nine points a game in his last five. Now, one of those games is that game where he didn't feel good and he barely played. But still, like people are worried about Bijan. Give put your put your worry on me. Okay. This is your validation to keep playing Bijan. The Cardinals have allowed the third most points to running backs. Play Bijan this week, folks. Did I, you I know see, he, I know he hasn't been as good as we all hoped. Play him this week. Did you see uh you see Arthur Smith's response to why Bijan Robinson wasn't getting more red zone touches? What the thing about Algier? It's hard to tell you exactly what it was because it was a five minute response where he just meandered around from topic to topic discussing like what's going wrong with everything. I, I'm not even really sure what he said. He's a man. Be... That guy could talk. We got to get He's... him on with you. You guys would be great together. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't, I don't think he'd come in on a fantasy football show. I know, um, I know, that's I for know. sure. Cause I'd be peppering him with questions that he does not want to answer. Uh, anyways, Javante Williams, he, he last... basically he filibustered it is what he did. Yeah. I, they asked him a question. Hey, why is Bijan Robinson not getting more red zone touches? And he, he went on a filibuster. It was impressive. Uh, Javante Williams, uh, 27 carries in his last game before the bye. I like him against the bills. If the volume is going to be there like that, Javante is going to help you down the stretch. We talked about Najee and Brian Robinson, uh, in the DFS portion. I like both of them as RB2 flexes. Uh, Chuba Hubbard also uh, certainly going to be in the flex conversation. I've got Saquon Barkley as my sit of the week. And I know you you got to play. I know you got to play him. I get it. I ain't dumb. Okay. Uh, well, some people might think I am. But anyways, um, Tommy DeVito. There's nobody else on the offense to stop. Cowboys have one of the better run defenses in the league. Road game. I, I can keep going. Their offensive line is garbage. I, Barkley is going to need garbage time to have a good stat line this week. That's just me. They're not going to play uh, him in garbage time. I, I don't know. I, I got to be right? honest. With why, you. why would you? He's an app. Like he's a potential. I got to be honest yeah. with you. Every quarter of the giants games for the rest of the year are garbage time. Uh, now they're going to be awful. Uh, I don't love Gus Edwards against the Browns. You know, you, you know, you talked about like not, looking too much at like what happens like in the first half of the first half of the season. 
The Broncos were getting hammered by running backs every week. They gave up like 80 combined points to HN and Mostert one week, right? They were getting killed. Look at the numbers lately. Look at the numbers lately. The Broncos have allowed 19.1 points per game to running backs in the last four weeks. That's not a lot. They held Isaiah Pacheco to single digits. They held Aaron Jones to single digits. They held A.J. Dillon to single digits. James Cook is a playable RB2 flex. Don't be surprised if his numbers aren't great because Denver's defense is trending on being much tougher against running backs. Maybe it'll change. That's what I'm looking at, though. They're, they've been better against yep. the run. Um, Kareem Hunt also a fade against the Baltimore Ravens uh, who have allowed three touchdowns to running backs this year. That's it. Ravens Got might it. have the best defense in the league. They, might have the, best, the they might have the best team, period, in the yes. league. Moving on, moving on to the wide receivers. And uh, interested to get your take on a couple of these tasks, especially the Sidhams. Uh, Brandon Ayuk is my start of the week at wide receiver. Uh, he, he's failed to score 11.6 or more points than in three of his last four games, but Jaguars are awful against perimeter receivers. Start them. Debo's going to be back this week too, it looks like. Don't care. I'm starting Ayuk. That's going to hurt George Kittle more. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr., Start him against the Patriots. He's averaging right around 15 points per game. He's been very consistent. And J.C. Jackson did not make the trip. Um, they acquired him, and all of a sudden, uh, he's already in the doghouse there for Belichick. Uh, Christian Kirk, start him against the Niners. Uh, they have allowed three touchdown catches and the six most points to slot receivers in the last four weeks. Uh, TK Met, uh, DK Metcalf, you're like, wait, Fabs, this is low-hanging fruit. DK Metcalf is averaging single digits in his last three games. Single digits. He's been bad. Uh, last week, I think he had one catch. And it's not DK, it's Geno, because Geno stinks. But, Commanders, nine touchdowns and the third most points allowed to the perimeter. What? He does stink. I I, I know. I know. He yeah. stinks. He's not been, it's not been good. Yeah, you're right. No. Uh, New Copkins, stardom against the Bucks. Remember last week against the Texans, need I say more? Um, I, I like Nuke. I, I like Levis too. Uh, Demario Douglas. I also like this week, uh, in that game overseas against the Colts, my sit of the week. It is the first time I've ever done this. And I, and I don't know if it's going to be the last and I am, you know how I, you know what I did to Joe Burrow and Aaron Jones. I sit, I sat them in that week. They both went off after struggling. Burrow had a good game against the Cardinals as my sit of the week. Jones had a good game last week against was it Pittsburgh as my, oh no, they, they're playing Pittsburgh this week. Um, who did Pittsburgh, whoever Pittsburgh played last week, Jones had a good game. I'm, I'm blanking um, uh, off the top of my head. So Jones came out and had a good game. Yep. So you know what? I'm going to try to do it to Devontae Adams now. I'm going to try. I don't know if it's going to happen. The old Fab's reverse jinx. I'm going to try the reverse jinx on Devontae Adams. It was the Rams, Listen to these by stats. the way. Here, In the last five weeks, He's the wide receiver 61 averaging single digit points. If you, he's got fewer points per game than Khalil Shakir and Jake flipping Bobo in the last five weeks. And within a season, that's a decent sample size. Yeah. The jets have not allowed a perimeter receiver to score a touchdown this year. They have allowed the fewest fantasy points to receivers that run their routes out wide. Aiden O'Connell's the quarterback. This 
everything screams sit Devontae Adams. Now, with that being said, I don't come at me and be like, well, I played Jake Bobo over Devontae Adams, Fabiano. You're a jerk. Dude, wide receivers deep. If you yeah. have, if you want to play Hollywood Brown over Devontae Adams, you want to play Terry McLaurin over him or Michael Pittman Jr. over him, like that kind of player, Tyler Lockett. Yes, play him. Jacoby Myers. He's been better than Devontae Adams. All I'm saying is that I get it. It's total blasphemy because to me in the real football world, he's maybe the best receiver in the game. The numbers aren't there. What? And and, what? and if I gave you toss, if I said toss, here's yeah. the numbers of this receiver X in the last five weeks. Is he a starter in fantasy? You would be so quick to say, hell no. Right. Monte Adams. What I want to see is you as Dr. Sean McGuire and Devonte Adams is goodwill hunting <laughs> and you hug him. Cause I know you love him. You talk time and time again. Dude, I love, how talented I love he is. And I think play, no, no one would dispute that whatsoever. I agree on any given Sunday. Devonte Adams is the best wide receiver in the NFL. And he, and he really has been for the last three or four years. Right. I want to see that hug. And I want, I want to see you say, it's not your fault. Devontae, Dude, it's not, I'll it's give not him a big fault. hug. And then I'll say, sorry, man, but I'm playing Michael Pittman over <laughs> this week. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you mentioned Marquise Brown. And I even think Michael Wilson, who probably ended up back on waivers for a lot of people, is an interesting, like, pickup just to monitor yeah, with Tyler with Tyler being back. back. Yeah. Yep. Rondale Moore, uh, too. Some other wide receivers to sit. Some big names. George Pickens, 11.1 combined points in the two games since DJ uh, uh, returned. Uh, DJ being Deontay Johnson. And the Packers have given up two touchdowns to the perimeter this year. I, I have had Zay Flowers as a start like most weeks, and most weeks he's been pretty good. 2.1 points last week. Um, his last two games have not been great. The Browns have allowed five touchdowns and the second fewest points to wide receivers. Flowers is a tough start. And now they're starting to get OBJ a little bit more involved. I don't know if that was a one-week thing because it was his birthday. But Zay Flowers has not been great the last couple of weeks. And then Gabe Davis. This isn't even about the matchup. I don't know when the hell Gabe Davis is going to have a good game. And if he doesn't have a good game, he has zero, like he did last week. He's so hard to predict. Um, The Broncos have given up the 50th points of perimeter receivers in the last four weeks. I guess I'll give you that. Their defense has been better lately. So Gabe Davis is a fade for me. Uh, Michael Thomas also a fade last week. Didn't score a point. He's averaging 9.8 points per game. Uh, the Vikings have given up one touchdown and just 13.6 points per game to perimeter receivers in the last four weeks as well. So uh, keep that in mind for Michael Thomas. Now uh, down to the tight ends. Tight ends a gross position. And he's getting a little bit better, I guess, because we're seeing Laporta, you know, really come into his own. We're seeing Kincaid come into his own. Jake Ferguson's coming into his own. Schultz has been really good for most of the last month or so. So we'll start off with Kincaid. Kincaid's almost getting too obvious to be a stardom, but tight ends thin. So I'm kind of stuck. Uh, but Broncos second, most points, a lot of tight ends start Dalton Kincaid. How about Taysom Hill? I told you last week to play him. I mean, he's had four good stat lines in a row. He threw a touchdown. He's like Swiss army knife. He threw a touchdown. He's been running for touchdowns. He'd been catching passes. With four teams on a bye against the Vikings, I'm playing Taysom Hill. Uh, I mentioned Dalton Schultz. No team in the NFL has given up more points to tight ends than Cincinnati. 
Dalton Schultz is a strong play this week. And then Trey McBride, I told you I like him in DFS. I like him here too. Uh, Kyler, I don't know what the rapport is, but I mean, you know, McBride was on the team last year. So, uh, and Kyler likes to throw to his tight end. Look at look at Zach Ertz last year. So McBride's in the mix. Uh, Ferguson also in the mix this week from a fantasy perspective. My sit-ems. David Njoku, who's been good lately. Ravens have allowed one tight end to beat them for 11 plus points. One. And just one has scored a touchdown. Not a good matchup for Njoku. Kyle Pitts. Even without Drake London, he didn't have a good game. It was Jonu Smith, for crying out loud. You know, I mean, he had 9.6 points. You'll take it. But it's not great. He is he is starting to be... And I hate to say it because I hope he ends up someplace else. But right now, Toss, I mean, like in the last like decade, he's one of the biggest first-round busts. He's had one good year, and that was a rookie year where he had a thousand yards and really minimal touchdowns. And since then he's been really inconsistent and unreliable and for the most part unproductive. Yeah. Um sure. Luke Mus- Luke Musgrave, don't chase the points against Pittsburgh. Uh tough defense against the tight ends. And then Kate Otten. I think Kate Otten is rosterable, but stat here for the Titans. Their defense has allowed one tight end to score double digits. One. And he had 10.9 points. That's the best game a tight end has had against the Titans this year. 10.9. Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews. That's it. That's it. So I I beware the Titans defense when it comes to Kate Otten this week. Michael Mayer also a fade for me against the Jets. But now you're getting into some guys that are barely startable from a fantasy perspective. Um. Yeah. Give me a give me a final score on the Cowboys and the Giants this week. Right now, as I look on the DraftKings sports book, the Cowboys are a 16 and a half point favorite. The total's 39, which means that Vegas expect the Cowboys to score 35. Because the, the, the Giants ain't scoring more than hell 10 points. Uh yeah, I'm gonna go like I, this is brutal, but I'm going with 31 to six. So you're, so you're on taking the, I'm taking the under, but I'm so you're under take, and the Cowboys cover and the Cowboys. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Um, I, I would love to put a 40 burger on the giants because I am a tri-state area Cowboys fan who hates the giants. And I don't, I mean, it's hard to hate them now because they suck so bad, but it, it's, you know, it's like you're, you're a Yankees fan and the Red Sox suck. It's, it's still fun, even though the Yankees aren't any good. Um, and God, Cashman. Um, anyways, maybe in the offseason, we'll talk a little baseball, but it's um, interesting. It's interesting because of like, just our age, our age difference is that like, I had a lot more malice. I I might have more malice for the Patriots than I do for the giants, honestly, which is, uh yeah. Cause when the giants won, when the giants, when the giants won, they took down the biggest bad. NFL, I know, but I still didn't right? want them to win. I'm I'm sorry, I didn't want them. To, I hate the Giants. Um, yeah, I'm not, yeah. The Tyree the Tyree catch was pretty epic, though. It not, was not a fan. Yeah, uh, all right, fair. folks, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening to the Believe Fantasy Football Show. Of course, presented by Bet Online. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Check us out. Me and Toss 
We're here on Tuesdays. We're here on Thursdays with all your Thursday night football breakdowns, all your starts and sits. You can check out all of my stuff over at Sports Illustrated, SI.com slash fantasy. The player rankings are updated right to the minute kickoff on Sunday. So make sure you check it all out. For Toss, I am Fabs. We'll see you next week. Good luck in week 10. 